your source for cruise news and planning. From Royal to Disney, this is Rope Drop on Deck. Welcome to another Rope Drop on Deck. I'm Doug McKnight, and I'm here with Michelle McKnight, and it's Labor Day weekend, Michelle. And what kind of labor have we been laboring this Labor Day weekend? We haven't done a whole lot, which is weird. There was no Husker game like normal. Yeah, it was I think Thursday. This is, that was so weird. I think this is the first weekend in forever that we haven't had a Husker game on Labor Day weekend. You sound a little bit like uh, Elsa or Anna there. Anna. First, first forever. weekend forever. Yeah. Yeah, Labor Day without a home we Husker game. We don't have a game. home Husker game until the 20... No, the 16th. 16th of September. That's insane. <sighs> Who made this schedule? Thanks on, a lot, Huskers. Yeah, anyway, um, I labored. I put together a desk with Alden. That was a moment. I'm surprised they all survived. We'll just go with that. All parties success. Move on. All right, so today we're going to play a little game of what's your favorite port? Dot, 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 dot. But it's and we'll just fill in. us. So it's, it's just us. That... She yelled at me for not having a guest. I'm sorry, folks. I, I just I thought it would be fun for us. We were supposed to talk about the treasure, but the treasure got delayed. <sighs> so I had to think about what we're talking about, the virtual, which is good. The virtual event, which is already recorded and everything, was delayed to net this week. It was just postponed. So it's Tuesday. So we'll talk about the treasure next week. Yes, Disney's announcement about announcing. Yes, they like to make their own news. Uh, anyway, on to Apple Podcast Reviews. You guys have been leaving some great reviews and clicking the five stars. We appreciate that. So I'm going to read one right now. Only thing better is actually being on a cruise. Five stars. That I don't believe. I feel like that's hyperbole or <laughs> something. There, that's, there's a lot of things better, but being on a cruise is fantastic. Anyway, this is by Chris's Review. So thank you, Chris. I know lots of Chris's. Not sure which Chris, but thank you. Douglas and Michelle are a stellar duo discussing all things related to cruising. The knowledge they share is priceless, and the banter and laughter always keeps me coming back for more. I appreciate what they both bring to the podcast and hope one day to sail a DCL cruise with them. Keep up the outstanding work, and their podcast magnet can always be seen on my family's DCL stateroom door. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. Whichever thanks. Chris that may be. <laughs> so if you're the other Chris's, now you have a challenge. But uh, yes, speaking of stateroom magnets, um, I have more in stock. So if you want a rope drop on deck magnet, shoot us a message on one of the social medias um, with your name and address, and I will mail you a rope drop on deck magnet. Within a few weeks. Yeah, it may not happen. <laughs> we got some crazy two weeks ahead of us. So yeah. Anywho, there you go. Magnets all around. All right, on to everybody's favorite part of the show, the word of the day. It's actually two words. I'm just going to get that out of the way, Michelle, so you can't harass me. Deck plan. What is deck plan? So Webster didn't play nice with this one. What? So we've got our own. It's a drawing or map that shows the layout of a ship's decks, cabins, and other areas. Yeah. Cruise people always say, just check out the deck plan. And what if you're like, I don't know what that is. Now you know. Yeah, and you can find it for every ship online. You can literally, you know, Google, you know, Disney Dream Deck Plan, and there's different versions of it. You know, you can. What about, like, Utopia of the Seas, a ship that's not out yet, if you Google Utopia of the Seas Deck Plan? Can you sometimes find that beforehand? Usually. Yeah, I guess I that's an Oasis Utopia class. Is, yeah, I don't know if specifically Utopia is out yet. But you can find all the Oasis class shit. Like, all the cruise line deck plans, they're somewhere on the internet. 
the interwebs where you can come up with something to find a deck plan, something similar. So now she's Googling it, folks. She's Googling Utopia of the Seas deck plan, and there it is. Yep. So there you go. Ship's not even out, but you can get the deck plan. All right. Moving on. Shall we move on? Do you want to move on? Okay. Word of the day. Done. Deck plan. News brought to you by backtothemouse.com. Please go click on backtothemouse.com. Check it out for all your pictures and menus and everything else that you may need. So, some sad news to start with, Michelle. Do you need me to talk about it? You might. Maybe. No, I got it. Jimmy Buffett passed away at the age of 76 the other day from skin cancer. He was an icon. He created a genre. Can't say that about many people. No. He also, we can talk about it on here, because he created a cruise line. And they just dry docked it to revamp it to make it better. It wasn't up to standard, so we'll see where it goes going forward. I still want to cruise on Margaritaville at sea at some time. You and Derek can do that. Yes, I'm aware you're not going with me. But everybody's going to have to have a boat drink in his honor. I went and had a cheeseburger the other day. Granted, it was at home, not in paradise. Yeah. Ah. So many things, so many things. We may have listened to Margaritaville on XM Radio a little more this weekend, and I let you. Nobody changed it on me. I let you. Alden didn't even change it on me in the car yesterday. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, considering he wouldn't do that today, but there you go. Skin cancer. Make sure you get that checked out. Stay on top of that. Wear a swim shirt. Wear a hat. All those things. Okay, sunscreen, people. All right, all right. Other news, other news. A cruise line has to end its unique cocktail experience after backlash on the Swan Hellenic cruise line. I don't know if I said that right. Uh, Martha Stewart posted a picture of her enjoying a cocktail, and she said the ice in her drink was from a glacier. Right? It was an iceberg. The ship picked up a little iceberg. They made drinks out of it on board. The internet lost its mind. Michelle, what are your thoughts on that? Because we've had, on our Alaskan cruise, they pick up a little iceberg, and you can pet it on the ship. Once it's off the glacier, it's kind of fair glint. You're not impacting the ecosystem. Water's going to melt. It's going to evaporate. It's still in the cycle. But we didn't have drinks with it. How do you feel about Martha having drinks? I don't have any feelings about this. Yeah, I think... Um, now, if they had gone and chipped it off of the glacier to yeah, make their drinks, that's one thing. Yeah. But once it's an iceberg, it chill people. You're not really actually causing a huge impact. Um, we're talking about tiny little things. Also, like in Alaska anyway, they bored into the ice to the bubbles and they measured the gas percentages. And then they could say when that ice was formed, they could date it based off of the percentage of different elements within that bubble. And so after they did that, that's when you got to go, like, pet the iceberg. I'm sure somebody licked it. I just petted it. But you know what? Chip it up. Make a drink. Whatever. It's a thing. It's kind of gross. I'm sure someone's mad at me now for saying that. Is is it gross? Yeah. People have touched it. Yeah, but not not if someone, like, prepares it, like a bartender chips it. Mm. How do you sanitize that? No. It was formed like before the dinosaurs or after the dinosaurs? Yeah, I don't people know. People touched it to get it out of the water. 
Things That's the outside it. layer. I was floating around in the ocean. Yeah. No. Okay. Okay. So Michelle's a no. Doug's a yes. I it, the environmental impact I don't think is quite understood. Um, yeah, it's it's not chipping it off of the glacier. That's a whole different thing. Once it's an iceberg, it's, it's a thing. All right. Next news item is nothing specific. I'm not talking about a single ship or a single storm. Just I just want to say this as a PSA. It's hurricane season, Michelle. Did you know that? Uh-huh. Yes, very much. Aware. And if you cruise during hurricane season. There's this thing that you have to pack, and it's not just your patience, but it's your flexibility. Your Eastern may become a Western. Your Western may become an Eastern. Your Southern Caribbean may become a Bahamian. Bohemian? I don't know. Anything's possible, right? And we've seen a bit of that. Have you had some clients go some other directions yet? Not really. Not My clients haven't been too much affected. Just a little bit of you know, changing of boarding times and things, so not too bad. Yeah, boarding times being a little delayed or pushed up. So watch your email, watch your communication those days leading up to getting to port um, all the way through October. Hopefully November 1st comes and those hurricanes, they read a calendar. They know to stop. Right. Sure. Sure. That's it? That's all you got? Sure. They know how to read a calendar. They know when it's hurricane season. Um, the craziest ones are those ones that start in the Gulf of Mexico and, like, head towards Florida. Let's be honest. That's just weird. Yeah. No one sees them coming. Remember a few years back there was Hurricane Debbie that did that at, like, the end of May. That was really weird. Or maybe the very beginning of June. Anywho. All right. Is it time for our main topic today? We're going to discuss what our favorite ports are. And we're going to kind of go back and forth and harass each other, I'm sure, about our answers. Are you ready, Michelle? Yep. Do you want to go first? Nope. Well, that's too bad. All right. What's your favorite port for snorkeling? So I would say, so I've got two. So I would say Cozumel for the actual things you see um, in the water. But Grand Cayman was so easy to walk like a block from the port, get in a boat, literally go like not very far out. Like it just didn't take much time. It was easy, simple. You still saw like a shipwreck underneath. Saw a reef. Yeah. And the reef too. Lots and, of fish. And lots of fish. And we went two places there. So, I mean, I don't know. Like it depends on do you want easy? Do you want to take up your whole day? Or do you want to see, you know, the best fish? That we've seen. I mean, obviously, there's stuff in the Great Barrier Reef that we've never been to. Right, right the Great so. Barrier Reef, but the second largest reef does run past Cozumel. Right. I love how you took both of our top answers from places we've been. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. You're welcome. Yeah. We've snorkeled was, in other places, too. We have. And they're not, we've snorkeled in the Bahamas and we've snorkeled in Bermuda. Um, we thought we were going to snorkel in Greece and they're like, oh, no, it's like 2,000 feet deep. Yeah, you're not going <laughs> to see anything they're like jump in and people were like two thousand feet deep and they like refused to get in so that was entertaining like drowning in <laughs> 10 feet of water is different than a thousand feet anywho um i was gonna say whichever one of those two you didn't say you're welcome you had me go first this was i did yeah so but you're right like grand cayman is good it's also saltier in grand cayman mm -hmm. so floating around the top of the yeah, water is easy. very easy I don't know why it's saltier. Someone smarter than us, please tell me why Grand Cayman is like the saltiest place. Please tell place. Doug, I'm not interested. 
I want to know. I'm curious. I haven't dug into that. Um, I would like to know. I it, it's weird that somewhere in like a Gulf can be saltier. It's not like the Dead Sea or something where it's more isolated. Anywho, um, I like the convenience. Like the amount of time you can spend on a bus at Cozumel to get to the dive site. Like we were done and moving on to like the second location. Yeah, it was it was super easy. Yeah, other than having to stand in line in the port waiting to go over to the little boat. And it was almost like we could have just swam from the shore to get out there rather than the whole process and of I remember, the boat. I remember us when we were on the tender, because it's a tender port. Yeah. I remember us thinking, oh, I hope we're only not going that far. Like, oh my gosh, those stupid people. They're like we, in the tender traffic. And then we knew, then once we we're knew like, it was in it. Oh, that's like, us. Oh. But, but it turned out awesome. Yeah, it turned out good. But better snorkeling, Cozumel, Grand Cayman, super convenient. Lots of people go over to the Stingray City thing and do that in Grand Cayman. But don't sleep on the snorkeling action. No. No. Bermuda, yeah. It wasn't. Just go to the beach. It's pink. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What is your favorite port for the sail away? Do I go first to all these then? You can if you choose. All right. This was your idea. I know what you're going to pick here. I'm going to pick New York City. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? Because well, you get to see the whole skyline. You get to see the Statue of Liberty. I mean, there's just nothing like it. And, I mean, we sailed out in October. Which a lot do, the yeah. fall. It's their busy season. Yeah. They go year-round, though. Yeah. But, so that made, like, the sunset setting uh-huh. as we were going out. It was, like, just, it was perfect. Like, right behind the Statue of Liberty. Right. Yeah. Too. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah, it yeah. was pretty good. Mm-hmm. That one's like number one, two, three, four, and five probably out of all the places we've sailed out of. Um, but at sixth, <laughs> I'm gonna say Vancouver. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, one, it's cool. All the scenery. You're, you don't know what scenery is yet to come if you've never been to Alaska. So you're like, ooh, look at the mountains and the forests and like. And you have a city skyline, and then you have to go under the Lionsgate Bridge, which you're pretty sure, like, you're going to bump your head if you're on the top deck. But you don't. They they know what they're doing. Uh, you get so close to that bridge, which is very cool um, in Vancouver. And it just, you are departing into nature, and that's your last glimpse of civilization. And it is a very cool cool experience in that bridge, going under the bridge, I think. And you have the huge park to the south as you're leaving Vancouver that I can't remember the name of right now, but a lot of nature to look at. But Vancouver is number six on my list. Like there was so much to look at in New York city. It was like, it it was like squirrel constantly. Like you didn't know where to look and get the picture and sailing out of Manhattan is fantastic. I, I would like to do it again, go up to Canada. That's on the list of to do for Doug. So I know this isn't like a, you know, the port where we start from, but like Santorini was pretty cool. Yeah, well. that was cool. The sunset yeah, out of Santorini. You, see, you know, all of the stuff up on the cliff. And the lights pop on. And we finally got to see the blue roofs. Yes, yes, yes. Maybe I messed up with our excursion in Santorini, but then we wouldn't have gone swimming in 2,000 deep water. I didn't swim. <laughs> I was one of those people that stayed on. She was one of those people that heard 2,000 feet deep. Yeah, I stayed on with Lila. It's okay. <sighs> Did my sister get in? Oh, yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah we won't she talk about did. that. Yeah. No. All right. So that, sailing away, I think New York, if it's not on your list to sail out of New York to Bermuda or to Canada, put it 
on your list just for the sale away. Um, if we do that again and it runs into dinner, I'm skipping dinner. <laughs> yeah. I, I would put the sale away over dinner. Yeah. I'm not doing that in Fort Lauderdale. No. Miami's good, too. Miami's neat. Because you get to see the skyline as you leave. But... And you see all the rich people houses. Yeah, like LeBron lives down there, I'm sure. All those athletes have places. I just imagine who lives in them, and it's not me. Yeah, Miami's cool. Port Canaveral is nice because they wave at you. Rome, Jetty Park. Rome or Rome, Chetavecchia, not, no. Uh, <laughs> Livorno. There's really not a sailing away. Cannes is just like, ah, we left. Barcelona, yeah. It's, no, all, it's all industrial. Also industrial. Santorini was pretty cool. Um, leaving Athens was rough because of all the ferry traffic. I mean, like, constant ferries. And they zip in there. I think Santorini is about the only one that was neat. Naples wasn't. I mean, that was kind of cool. I mean, because you're down Yeah, you're, you're kind of in that big port area. Yeah. It's, Naples was all right, but it's still not New York or Vancouver. No. New York and Vancouver are far away our favorites. Okay. Sail away. Who would have known that's such a neat thing? All right. What's your favorite port for adventure? That's an eye roll of your where, tone there. Where have you gone adventuring? I can think of stuff you've done without me that's adventuring port-wise. I guess I'd probably have to say Jamaica. Really? Yeah. I mean, I've done it twice now. You have? Yeah. Um... The falls. That is an adventure. Yeah, I and I don't know that I would do it again. Actually, no, I'm we done. We saw we saw some stuff on this last time that was like it's a it's it's a, a one and done, but not in a, like a bad way. It was like when you finish, you have that runner's high, yeah. adventuring up those waterfalls. Yeah. Darn it! Um, you know, you're saying Jamaica, yeah. not the place where like you've done zip lines and cenotes and all that. Sure, I, I wrote that one thinking you would say Cozumel, so I could say Jamaica. Well, my issue with that is it technically was. I mean, yes, we got off the you ship in Cozumel. You did an excursion from that port. Yeah, but at the same time, we went to the mainland in Cancun. But still, so it's that port. I, I don't know. Was it a port adventure? Did you leave a ship and come back to a ship? Yeah, we did. Yeah, you yeah. did. Is that Trump Jamaica yet? I don't know. I would You I had think... to put on a helmet. Jamaica there was no helmets. <laughs> there probably should be helmets. <laughs> should be helmets. <laughs> Bring your own helmets. <laughs> oh. uh, so no to I mean it was it was I probably maybe they're tied. I don't know. That's hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, even though we haven't done, I was going to say Jamaica, but that was taken. And evidently Cozumel is not adventurous. Um, I'm going to say one of the Alaskan ports. You can pretty much kayak any of those, and that looks pretty awesome. My family just vetoes the kayaking. Actually, last night I even mentioned kayaking in a fjord, and someone's like, no. That's it. That's all I got. I said we should try it in the U.S. first because we were talking about, like, Iceland. I mean... When in Iceland? No. No? No. No. Okay. Well, I think um, Alaska, like, you can do the, you know, the crab fishing type boats. You can go salmon fishing. All There's all kinds of adventure to be had in Alaska. And I think Alaskan ports all just going to generalize them. 
together like a horrible person anyway would do but i think that's a really good one all right what is your favorite port for nature um the nature lover i would say anywhere in alaska honestly i mean even the non-port you know just viewing the glacier yeah but like going down the arm where you know you see waterfalls and green and icebergs floating yeah. around to capture for your beverage later no but they're no. pretty in the water they are and yeah. then you hit them and you have small panic attacks when you do it the first few times they're tiny. they just bounce right off they, they're just like little little buoys <laughs> but a little bit harder <laughs> they don't sound little sometimes <laughs> you don't ever feel them though no you but, just hear them right but i mean depending on where you're going you know you you could see the whales you could bears um there's just there's just so much besides just regular you know floating down looking at glaciers yeah so anywhere in alaska yeah all kinds of nature i'm gonna give a different option for nature i'm gonna go san juan puerto rico you can go to the rainforest okay not very often do you get to go to a rainforest in the united states especially although alaska is technically a rainforest but i'm gonna say tropical rainforest Lots of nature there. Get yourself a private guide. We had Sarah on. She talked about that. That sounded intriguing to me um, for the nature side of it. Also, we've been looking at Iceland, and that's all nature, really. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Yellowstone, but cold. (laughs) Yeah. So, all right. Favorite port for history. This is hard because when you're You've looked ahead at my other questions, right? So, favorite port for history. Why do you keep saying it like that? History. Herstory. I don't know. What do you want me what? to say? Um, no, this is hard because, like, Europe, it's like there's just so much history. You can only pick one. I know. Don't just say Greece. Don't just say Italy. Pick one. Okay, I'm going to go with Naples. What? Why? Naples. Okay. The Pompeii. Was I did not expect that out of you, though. Pompeii was fascinating. It is, but I didn't expect you to say that. Why? I'll just get to it in a minute. What did I... I picked wrong. No, you picked right. It's a great <laughs> no, answer. Like, that was that part was just fascinating to me. Because, like, it is literally, like, I don't know. It's just... Pompeii. It feels like you're... I mean, you're walking in their streets, right? Yeah. So well-preserved. Yeah. It's fascinating. Yeah. Once again, private guide, too. I mean, yes, we did do a private guide. I mean, he's a professor of anthropology at the University of Naples, so he knew what he was talking about. Like, he was part of the teams that clean stuff off as they uncover it. Yeah. So, a little bit of insight that the regular group of 40 something don't always get in their earpiece as they slightly get lost, too. You know, he like knew our names. He also said that he checks like the Richter scale thing every morning before he that goes to work. That made me feel better. Like, and today was okay. If it was above a certain number, he leaves. Also, that <laughs> made me feel scared. <laughs> like he's like, yeah, check it every day. If it's here, I'm gonna I'm just I'm, we're gone for the day until it goes down. I'm like, oh, well, okay. So, yeah, that's like living history. It comes comes alive. All right. Well, I'm gonna say my favorite port for history is Athens. Which I thought yeah. you were going to say. Okay. I'm surprised. All right. So Athens, you go up the Acropolis. It's the oldest roof left in the world. You get to walk under one little part where there's still a roof. Oldest roof in the world. Nowhere else is older. That's something. 
That was something. I would have liked, well, I've said this before, but I would have liked more time at the top. Yeah. But we also needed to get back We down. saw what the crowds were yeah. looking like at the bottom of the hill. And I think if we'd been up there another 15 minutes. It was hard to get down minutes, already. It would have been really hard to get down because yeah. the buses were rolling in. Private guide saved us hours in the heat there. Yeah. Um, I think the museum in Athens is set up so neat that it mirrors the Acropolis and you really get to feel size and scope and see some things up close and then also discuss why the British have it all. Yes. And then you need to go to London and see the rest of it. Notice that wasn't one of our choices. Although we haven't been there on a cruise. We've been to London, but you, yeah. Southampton is London. You can you, People do excursions but there we did not all the time. Pick the British Museum. Pe- we've been to Paris. <laughs> people do excursions to Paris. All fair game. And uh, I think for history, actual walking in history, Athens, Naples. Rome. Yeah. Well, we didn't say Rome. I know, we said Naples. I, I think it would third. be third. Yeah, with yeah. the Rome, and The issue with Rome is... They destroy Rome's been around so long that they've destroyed their old history to make their more history, and then again with other history, like you know, they pillaged the Colosseum to make the Vatican. Like, it's so many layers of history, it's almost hard to wrap your head around it. Where Naples, when you go to Pompeii, it's much more straightforward, just Roman history, you don't have to worry about how all the different levels of Italian history played on top of it. So, okay. Anyway, so this next one's a little tricky. That's why I said read ahead, because it's a different version of the same thing. Your favorite port for art. So we didn't go here on a cruise, but you could. Mm -hmm. I would say Paris. Paris? Yeah. Oh, hands down, right? You got the Louvre and the Orsay. Mm -hmm. And you could even do some Monet stuff if you want to. Mm -hmm. Um, Just art out the wazoo and it's it's the pinnacle and yeah they have plenty of stolen art as well mm-hmm. just but not quite like the british museum what would you pick well you took my choice oh that's what you get for I making think, me go first i know so i'm gonna say rome or no florence florence my gosh florence that's what i was gonna say the whole time you distracted me by saying the rome. david yeah i mean you can't you can't top the david david is david is david he's got He's left-handed. He's got veins and eyeballs that are special. Um, he's groundbreaking sculpture. And there's so many other sculptures in Florence. And the church is so much different than everywhere else. The dome in Florence was groundbreaking architecture. It is the birthplace of the Renaissance. So you got to respect that. you got to go with Florence. Also, our private guide took us down like what looked like an alley for a couple blocks. We're like, um, the tourists are that way. We went this way. And we looked in a window for a while where they're actually actively working on recreating all the sculptures that are on the church at that time or in the square. So they're basically taking all the original artwork from the outside, putting it inside, and putting replicas outside so that the originals no longer weather. So anything you see outside more or less is a replica except some of the stuff left on the church. I think that's what they were working on still. So and you that can't, was pretty and cool. And you can't forget Rome. Again. I mean, the Vatican itself has right. so much art. I mean, just one ceiling is ridiculous. Right. But so the Sistine Chapel, the ceiling's phenomenal, but I actually think the ends, like behind the altar, is even the better painting. That's because we could take pictures of it. No, you, you mean? No, you couldn't take pictures of oh, it. Oh, you're still talking in the Sistine Chapel. In the Sistine Chapel. Oh, okay. It's just, I think, I think the story. The... Yeah. 
it's not an Epcot, just the roof. The roof's just an Epcot. Right. But, yeah, Rome. Gosh, it's hard. I'd say Florence trumps Rome because without Florence, Rome doesn't get the art that they had because they hired all the people from Florence to come paint that. Yeah, okay. Tricky questions. Go on cruises in Europe, kids. That's what I guess the word of the day is. Um, all right. What is your favorite port for a beach day? I'm going to say Castaway. Yeah? Yeah, Castaway Key. Or... Oh, you're going to steal mine now. Go ahead. Perfect day at Coco okay. Cay. How about any cruise line private island, really? I didn't love Great Syrup Key. That's because you had to tender. Yeah, but even then, I don't know. There just wasn't... It was literally a beach. Beach day. Yeah, but... Okay. So... The reason why I would go towards more towards Perfect Day at Coco is because there's more to do. Yeah. Like, I don't, ne- I don't necessarily do What else do, do you that. do it? What? You mean for our kids to do. Right. Not for you to do. Yeah. I like the more cabanas at Perfect right. Day. Like, it's accessible to us normal people. Yeah. You don't have to be concierge or a haven or anything special to get a cabana in, with Royal Caribbean. You just have to pay for it before others do. That's the only requirement. Um, where Disney, you have to be on top of that. What about and um, oh, the Haiti Labadee. At Labadee, there's a there's a a coaster thing like a it's like a dry slide, but it's they call it the coaster Dragon Tail coaster. Ooh, Dragon Tails. Um, and it kind of goes up the hill. Um, then there's the zip line, and they still have some cabanas. They're a little bit harder to get, not as many, but. Still. There's only one ship at Lavity as opposed to two. Right. At yeah. Perfect day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's. I think private islands usually went out because they're a lot lower stress than having to worry about other people come up to you and well, sell they, you things. They already have lunch at it. Usually, it's right. included from the cruise line. So, you know, and your drinks can just go right back, get charged right back to your room. Although sometimes, if you do like a beach day. You know, either through the cruise line or outside of the cruise line. Lots of times that's an all-inclusive thing. Mm-hmm. And so you can, you know, get drinks and that's included in your price for the port. Right. There are However, lots of places to purchase yeah. a beach a, a beach escape where yep. you're basically going to a hotel. Um, you're using their beach, their services, their chairs, their umbrellas. But you got to pay for that all. Yeah. Where usually on the cruise line you're getting fairly good access. So beach days, those are good. Those are good. All right. What is your favorite port for staying on the cruise ship? I would say NASA. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. NASA. We've, we've just been there so many times that... Right. I mean, it's good It's good to get off, right? But it, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's my favorite especially, one, too. Especially on the shorter cruises, and that's where it usually you know goes there, is because you don't have much time to enjoy the actual ship. And since we've been there before. Yeah, and I think with Nassau, there's a lot of options for beach excursions, um, dolphins, all that sort of stuff, too. There's plenty to do, but we've done it. We've never done Atlantis, full disclosure. Um, that's out of our typical price range for an excursion. I shouldn't be able to get a private tour of the Vatican for mm-hmm. less than going to stay at the pool at Atlantis. I'm just going to say it honestly. Yeah. Like our excursion, because I don't know if anybody's noticed, but Rome is not on the coast. So that also includes getting there, private guide, tickets into it, 
all of that. So Atlantis, sorry, we haven't done it. Probably won't anytime soon. Looking forward to Royal Caribbean's new beach experience in Nassau. That's coming, though. You think we'll do that? I don't know. I, you're looking forward to it, but I'm like, I don't know I don't that know. we're going to do it still. I don't know. It's right there. I feel like we the might. Ships, the Royal Caribbean ships are so big and there's so much to do on them that I don't see us getting off just to go do that. That's so true. So true. I would see us doing that on a, if Celebrity Cruise Line has access to it. Depends on what ship. Because once again, Apex, all those, they're... It's just bars and restaurants. Um, they have more... If they're not after offering like trivia and stuff in the during the day, yeah. What else we're we gonna do? I don't know. All right, we're getting close to the end here. What's your favorite port for culture? Where do you like to go get culture? Probably Cozumel. <laughs> I. That's... You are the only one to answer that. Why? I mean, that's what we did. Yeah. I think we're weird though. Probably, but I mean, we, we've done that twice, haven't we? Right. And this last time, you know, painting the abrilles. Ab yeah, that's like better that. than me. Spirit yeah. animals. Yeah. I mean, that's actually something that they do. So. I learned a lot. Yeah. I didn't I didn't necessarily expect to learn as much. And the first time we went, we didn't do that, obviously, but we, we did go to the, the chocolate factory um, to learn how chocolate's made and, and all that. But then we also went and we had... We had a traditional lunch, yeah. handmade tortillas. Also, we saw um, some Mayan ruins on that excursion as well. Um, so this last time, we didn't get the lunch, but the painting was a Disney exclusive. They don't do it with anybody else. It's kind of what I understood, but I would be surprised if they don't start offering that more often because they're also building a building for you know Mexican wrestling experience right next to the painting. It's going to be a whole little complex. Mm -hmm. they, they, I'm good without the Mexican rest. I figured you were. I am too. But that's up a lot of people's alley right there. That's going to be a very popular excursion. And like, I'm curious what kind of waiver you have to sign to get in the ring. So what would you pick? For culture? Yeah. You made fun of me. I did. I didn't <laughs> expect you to. I don't know. So <sighs> culture is tricky because what is culture? I was going to say Barcelona. So Barcelona, we went to a market. Like, there's just ham legs hanging everywhere. Like, the I in that city, the city kind of took on a life of its own um, as we ventured out into it. Um, just the way the streets are laid out with their intersections. Like, the buildings are cut different. They're like little stars everywhere. It's just different. It has an interesting culture. It's got its own language. Like, you don't... Our Spanish was useless while trying to buy croissants. You know, I thought Barcelona had its own unique culture kind of thing going on. Um, also, where I went to, English was useless as well. So, I don't think that's happened in any of the other places we got off the beaten path in lots of european cities and english still worked but um i don't think it quite did in barcelona nearly like the other places because it's and like just when they eat their meals how they eat their meals just everything was a little bit more vibrant am i wrong no you're right i would also add that when we went when we were in greece 
Yeah. Um, and we went to their the house, and we had the meal. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that's it's technically where I thought not you cul- would go, but it's not culture. Yeah, it was. It was a hundred. But it's we not... ate lunch with them. That right. was culture. That was a hundred. The like food their is culture. Lunch. Yeah. Food is culture. And since then, Debbie has Deborah has made. Keeps trying to make it for us. And... I can't eat it anymore, so no, I'm out. You're out, but um, that that was a fantastic cultural day because we got to do some marble carving. We learned how marble is carved. So in Florence, we saw masters at work in. Uh, Greece, we got to pretend to be the masters and sculpt stuff ourselves, And that was, I think that excursion is what inspired me to book the painting in Mexico. Yeah. Because we had such a good time doing that. And I think the key to the one in Greece was that it was small group. It was our private guide and one other private guide with a family that came together for the dinner and the lesson about honey and stuff I didn't think I need to know. All of a sudden, I needed to know all while seeing the Olympic site at the same time. So we saw a major tourist attraction, but we also did this tiny little thing at a farm and had lunch. So whenever you see private guide and it says farm at a lunch or lunch at a farm, not farm at a lunch, lunch at a farm, do it. That's say yes to things, I think, is how you get the culture and finding those tiny offshoot Things. And if your wife's, you know, scared of bee, don't tell her. Scared of bees. You don't yeah. tell her it's a honey farm. So they get there and then they freak out because they see the bees. That's... But you didn't freak out. You just kept it all inside. Yep. You did an excellent job. Plus, when we got to the farm, one of the other people asked, "Where are the bees?" And they're like, "They're our employees. We don't want our bees around you. Like, we can't have you spotting at our employees." So it was kind of funny, but true. All right, one more question. Oh dear. What American port do you think you go to for culture? A port. I'll start. Puerto Rico, I think, is a good culture American port. Am I define cheating? American? Yeah. Am I cheating by taking Puerto Rico? Yeah. Sure, maybe, but it's American. But I think their culture. They have blue stones. They got the Bermuda Triangle. They got cat like forts, not castles, but forts. Lots of history. Um, I think that was really neat. Leaving other ones easy for you, ma'am. I would say Miami. For culture? Yeah. Okay. I mean. I thought you'd go to New York City, but. No. Okay. Miami's good. <laughs> we never do anything in Miami. We don't. We'll basically just go and get on a cruise ship. Should we fix that in December? We don't have time in December. We don't have time no. to fix that. Plus okay. we're going out of Fort Lauderdale. I oh, know. yeah. I know. It's Fort Lauderdale, Miami. Oh, no. They're so far apart. So there you go. Favorite ports. I think that was fun. I enjoyed it. It was more fun than I thought. I think she it was, was more dragging her feet guest. for a day about this topic. If it was a guest, we wouldn't have been able to go as deep. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. Um, our favorite ports. Let us know what ports we missed. Like, obviously, we haven't done no, Australia we... or Panama Canal or Northern, Northern Europe. Europe. So those are the, the three big blind spots, I feel, in our in Hawaii. In, we also in haven't our... done the West Coast. Like, like San Diego yeah. and L.A.? Yeah. And We've we'll... been there, though. Yeah, but... We've been to San Francisco. We haven't been to that part of Mexico. Oh, Ensenada? I've yeah. heard wonderful things. Uh, anywho... Um, let us know if um, our blind spots are your favorite spots, and uh, we're definitely trying to add our blind spots to our to-do list. Um, so thanks for listening. Uh, 
find us on social media. We got uh, the old Facebook, the Instagram, the the Twitter X X Twitter. We don't um, really use Threads. Do you use Threads? I or? haven't posted yeah. on Threads in a while. Let me know if I need to be posting on Threads. It was awesome for like forty eight hours, and uh, we do not have TikTok. We don't have TikTok. So go find us. Send us a message for that magnet. I'll get it in the mail eventually. Um, so, and if you want to book a trip with Michelle, it's Michelle at touringplans.com. That's Michelle at touringplans.com. And as always, thank you for listening to another Rope Drop on Death.